This is Derek Moyer, and welcome to the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Good to see you. Thank you for your sharing this morning. That really encouraged me. And so, uh, Charles asked me to share, and then on the back of a wee conversation I had with him yesterday. So we were at the, the retreat that I was running at the weekend, and it was around resilience. Two themes on two days, union with God and emotional resilience. So it was new, um, and I had a lot of planning, organising, the content, all this stuff. And what happened was, I ended up taking, I felt a bit strained when it came into the, when I came into Thursday. And I'm about to speak on the Friday on the warfare of rest. A wee bit like CC said there, the need to not just be constantly doing, constantly running, constant self-effort, extreme activity. You know, the need for this rest is part of our armour. We think, you know, in battle it's about prayer and do all these disciplines and these, these, uh, these offensive actions. When rest is one of our biggest... <laughs> offensive actions you know taking that time to rest taking that time to pray taking that time to just give all our cares and worries over to God so so I was about to speak on this and I'm thinking I'm feeling a bit strained it's not the right situation is it you're talking about rest and I'm feeling I allowed strain to creep into my my heart now, the background for me is, it's because I grew up and it was perform, perform, perform. Performance-based love. You need to earn my approval. So, perform. Try. Act. And that happened to me and I'm, I'm, I was aware of it. This is the impact this is having. I'm, I'm about... To speak to people about rest. <laughs> so, Friday morning I was up at six. I was away and I had my hour quiet before we started. And in that I just done what I knew to do. The basics, and that's what I'm sharing here. Basics. And we need to continue to hear about these basics in the culture we live in. Because it is hard to have a... a to come from a place of rest and stability and being rooted and grounded when technology, social media, demands and our, and our uh, culture, the, the lifestyles that we're all living now, it's constant stimulation, constant distraction, constantly on, constantly needing to be, it's needing to uh, be available. You know, so to be able to come from a place of rest, to be able to come from a place of being rooted and grounded, that takes us 
it takes a battle, as we all know. So the basic thing I was doing that morning, I was just pre-reading a scripture around rest. And it gave me, honestly, I felt a shift. I felt a shift just talking about it eventually and a lightness came and, and, and normal normal strength come back. But I praise God because I believe that was even used. That situation was used for me to react and address something. So, so just to start, a couple of wee questions for you to think about. Um, this union that we were talking about, a wee bit that I like the 11th step, you know, that through prayer and meditation, we, we sought to improve our conscious contact. Meaning, I want my soul to be linked, to be united, to, to be, um, to be bound to God in a way that results in more stability. The word stable means to be deeply, firmly fixed. I want mere stability, I want mere rest in my daily life. The opposite of that is frantic, is distracted. The word frantic means that you live your life in such a hurried excited, disorganised way. And then being distracted is about being unable to concentrate because we're so preoccupied with things. And, you know, coming from where we've came from, when we've been addicted, I've done a recording recently with a guy called John Eldridge on knowing when to stop. Now, this came to me after I was speaking at Charles' retreat and God spoke to me in a dream and I was preparing myself and I was overly preparing. So I had this dream. See if you can relate with us. But I'm in a barber's chair in the dream. My hair was cut. My hair was short. And yet, I am on a chair looking for me. End of relate. <laughs> What was it saying? Enough's enough. The barber had to say to me, that's enough. Your hair's short enough. The message was, eh, you've got enough. <laughs> I see Charles saying his short hair's short enough there. Um, you know, the message was, enough. And for us, some of us just don't know when to stop. Fine. When we've been addicts, when you're being dependent, when you're being addicted, it's so important in developing and knowing when to stop. I mentioned a word earlier that, that, that I heard years ago and it was based on my performance-based love, CC, a wee bit like you said, but it was extreme effort. And there was a sense that I have to earn this because you know I've I had to perform didn't I? I need to perform to get your love to to pay, to be deserving of it. I need to try harder. 
And what can this result in is extreme means to be excessive. It means to to be exceeding the ordinary. So we don't know when to stop. We give too much. We we engage too much. It's excessive. It's out of balance. And you can have that in so many things in our life, but just think of our own spiritual activity and our own our own pace of life, right? So what happened for me at the weekend was I I I had this had to grab my hold of myself and and bring myself back into calm. Charles spoke about uh, Hebrews 4 at the weekend and he's talking about entering into rest, right? So there's a lot in this. But there's one verse it says, it seems really contradictory, but it says you have to labour to enter into rest. You're going, what? Work to enter rest? That sounds like a contradiction. But the work is renewing our minds. The work is lining our minds up with God's promises. I'll give you an example. God's telling me that rest is trust. When I believe him, I can rest. Now, I can say I believe that, but my actions will tell you totally different when the storms come and I'm not at rest. Just like the disciples in the boat going over to the other side, Jesus said, we're going to the other side. But the storms came and they were flapping, they were shouting at him saying, do you not care that we are drowning? Basically, you had to address them and say, you've no faith. Why did they say that? It's because I told you I was going to the other side, but no, no, when the storms hit, you're showing me that you don't believe me. You're showing me that you don't trust me. So, labour to enter in is about the work, the joyous work, can be discouraging at times. But for me to align myself with, here's what God says, and he is maybe, just like what he said to Melissa this morning, press on, just what he said to Nan, he gave a certain word, you know, he gave a certain instruction. And when he speaks, we have that assurance that he spoke to me. And what maturity looks like is not just hearing the things but then going back into worry mode, preoccupation mode, frantic mode, distraction. Because our minds are, that's how we live. You know, I jump into the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. I had a dream years ago. Early days of my recovery, journey with Jesus. And I was I was pretty disciplined. I was, you know, I was studying. I was doing my spiritual disciplines. And this day, I stayed alone. Stayed in Stevenson, a flat in Stevenson. I would go to Asda every couple of weeks for my shopping. So in the dream, I'm going to Asda for mere food. And my fridge was already full. <laughs> and it was it was just a stereotypical, no one went to stop. 
I get new, I've already got stuff inside, I've got new understanding, I've got new insight, I've had new revelation, I've got, I've got words inside of me, but I don't take the time to eat it. I don't take the time to digest it and draw in for it, sitting with it, lingering with it, focusing on it, chewing on it, allowing it to sink deep into me. I'm a wee batty ass the vermeer! <laughs> so, that was so telling and it's so, it's so, these are the basics. That's what happened to me at the weekend. I've got a head that's full, it's stimulated, it's excited, but then it's gone, this is resulting in, I'm getting it off a balance. And my rest is being affected. So, I had to recognise, you are creating, it's you that's done this to you. You have to recenter, rather than the frantic, rather than the preoccupation and the busyness. You have to recenter. So, what does it look like? This is, this is the, what I had to do myself at the weekend was bring in my focus back to this one thing. I'm just going to look at a couple, just a couple of scriptures. This is Matthew four four. It says, "Man shall shall not live by bread alone. Bread alone is not what we need to stay alive. We need food. Some is a fasting, brilliant, great feeling." But we need food to stay alive. We need food to nourish, to strengthen our bodies. The word nourish, the word nourish is provides the necessary food for growth, provide the necessary food for health, and so that you can be in a good condition. Right. So we need food. Necessary food to grow, to be in good condition, to 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 be in good health. But Jesus says, you know that we don't just live by food alone. Our spiritual lives can be totally unhealthy because we don't feed on God's words. And for the first time in all these years, by the way, I looked at the word proceed, and I I have been quoting that for years, but actually. I saw something different on it. And what it communicates is, we don't live by physical grub alone, but we live by every word that proceeds. This means to originate from. It means that what, what comes and springs and flows from. Every word that co continues to come from the mouth of God. Now, seen quietly, that was a perfect example. Nan, eh, you know, CC, getting that, getting that sense that God just said to me, 10 minutes. God just said, 5 in the morning at 5 at night. See, see that word to you, CC. The word, the word is to get the power to actually cause health, to cause you to become deeply rooted and grounded and strengthened as you apply that, as you as you just as you just enjoy that. And this is what this means. We don't just live by physical grub. Physical grub alone isn't what keeps us alive. 
spiritually, mentally. And so, but every word that comes from the mouth of God is what keeps us alive. Next, next we a uh, couple of verses I'm going to read here. But, and then just going to set the stage and then practice this ways. This is Jesus, and this is in Luke chapter 10. He comes into a certain village. And a woman named Martha, welcome, Martha uh, welcomes Jesus into her home. She's got this sister, Mary. And Mary just seated herself at the Lord's feet. Just sat at his feet and listened. It was totally occupied with him and what he was saying. Listening to his words, all these new words that were originating for him. But Martha, overly occupied, the, Bible, uh, the Amplified says, distracted, can he concentrate? She's so busy, serving so much, just like you said, Cece. Was distracted with so much serving. She came up to him angry, and she said, "Lord, is it does it no does it no mean anything to you? Are you not bothered about this? Because I'm raging. Can you not bother that my my sister is sitting at your feet and she's no doing what I'm doing? She's no serving and getting all distracted, and not busy." Jesus, tell her to come, give me a horn and do her part. Resenting her, telling Jesus to get her off, get away from his feet and get up here and be like me. I wait till you hear this. Oh my goodness. He replies to her saying, Martha, Martha. Is <laughs> anybody replied to you by saying, CC, CC. <laughs> you know, that sense of, I need to tell you something. And he says, listen, you're anxious and you're troubled and you're distracted about many things. You're frantic about many things. Nowadays, if he was talking with a screen time obsession, you're disorganised, you're, you're frantic, this sense of, uh, being preoccupied and 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 not not at peace, not at rest. And he says, "This is not the only thing you're like this about. This is a pattern." And he said, "Listen, there's only one thing needed, regards to everything you're facing here. And Mary has chosen the good part." And it'll not be taken away from you. A couple of different translations says, there's only one thing worth being concerned about. There's only one thing needed. And she's chosen the right thing, which is to her advantage. I'm going to read this out, the, the Passion Translation. It's so, so, so good. Passion says, Why are you upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Mary has discovered the one thing that's most important 
and by choosing to sit at my feet, she is undistracted, and I will only take this privilege away from her. Right? So, it is, it is so, so important. Jesus pointing out that the, the most important part here, when she's distracted and she's upset and she's troubled and she's anxious, he's saying, listen, the most important part is that you sit at my feet and you feed on my words. Now, who, who does not want to be rooted and grounded here? Rather than being frantic and preoccupied and distracted. Who wants to come from a place of rest in 2024? And live there more consistently. A place of spiritual and mental stability. A place of being rooted and grounded. Rather than living in the shallows. Living in this frantic distracted place where there's with us with this lack of depth where there's this lack of strength that's deeply rooted that we could get through the maze violent storms violent storms disturbances in our spiritual atmospheres and yet we're rooted we're trusting we've labored to enter into his rest because We've taken the time to renew our minds. We've found this place of trust because what he says to me is more true than all this fluff and all this all this distraction. So, to finish, I want to give you a wee experience of that. Because it's important just to, to see the basics. And to then just go, this is simple, I can do this. This isn't hard, this is no heavy going. It's, it's a matter of being able to have that joyous experience of saying, right, is this what I need to do? Is this what the labour looks like? And for me, <coughs> I learned this years ago, but that, this is what I was doing on Friday morning. I just got one scripture, a paragraph I had. And I was just, I was just no praying, no supplicating, no, God, please help, and all this. I was just going over this, these words. And I'll just, I'll just, I'll put the, I'll put the, the word, the, the PowerPoint up that I had, and I'll let you see it, do this with one of the scriptures we were using. Um, let's just go back to, to Matthew 4. So the way of doing this, is that see this one scripture it's on the on the screen here five minutes caroline michael nan five minutes building up to 10 minutes 15 20 half an hour being able just to sit with that scripture this is what digesting and eating it looks like instead of going okay i'm i'm i'm, I'm anxious i'm irritable i'm upset i need to rush and go and get something else no just sit at his feet, sit and say, God, I worship you, that man, I, I'm a man, I, I'm a woman, I shall not, I don't live by bread alone, this physical grub is not the only thing that satisfies me, but I thank you that every word, I live by every word, every word that continues to come for you, that proceeds from you, that originates for you, 
the words that I get in quiet, I thank you that I live by them. And just stay on that for five minutes. Stay on that for ten minutes. Move move on to a couple other verses. But just just feast on them. The same way I eat this big butter steak, I take my time to savour it, to chew it, to digest it. And and in the digesting, I am receiving the sustenance and the strength that comes into me from doing that. So it's the same as I do this with my mental and spiritual life. As I absorb this, this is how to absorb it. Rather than it being superficial and shallow up here, that I just hear these things but they don't really take any root. So, see when your sound's off, just practice that in your own voice. Just say, God, I am so thankful that I don't live by bread alone. God, I'm so thankful that I, I live by every word that comes for you, that originates for you. That your words are what satisfy me. Your words are what keep me alive. Your words are what nourish me. And we just stay on that. Just, just linger on it. Keep praying it. We're not trying to supplicate. We're not asking for anything. We're just sitting, just thanking. Drawing in the strength. Extracting the strength for us. I don't live by physical food alone. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I thank you that I live by every word that continues to come. I am dependent on the words that continue to come. I thank you for you that you speak to me this morning. I thank you the words that you've already spoke personally to me. I thank you that these are words that keep me alive. These are the words that will give me satisfaction, that will nourish my spiritual and mental life, that will make me deeply rooted and grounded on a strength. And as I say, you would you would stay on that, pray on that, meditate on that. And then here's the other scripture we used. Lingering, but using these other scriptures by saying, God, thank you, God, that there's only one thing that's important. The most, the most important thing is to sit at your feet and feed on your words. God, I thank you that I get a choice to sit at your feet. I get the choice to chew on and feed on your words. Thank you, God, like Mary, I've discovered the one thing that's most important. Thank you, Lord, that I know why to be I don't want to be pulled from side to pillar to post by every distraction, by every demand. I want to, I want to sit at your feet. I thank you that I get to choose to sit at your feet. Now, this is the practicalities of entering into rest. Because as we do that, see instead of the word being being surface level stuff, that it's up here 
and it never penetrates, it doesn't go deeper. This discipline, this joy, this activity, this practice means that we will sink deeper and not rest, not being overwhelmed with too much. We will be able to just linger and receive the strength for whatever portion. Now, you can just imagine this, how exciting this is. See if you're anxious. See if you're going through loneliness. Be back like what you said earlier, man. You're feeling my dad's not here. These are the moments that I need to hear his words specifically to that area. Because you don't go to a doctor and get diagnosed and then not get treated for the specific issue. That's how it happens physically. So when you think of our spiritual and mental issues, it is so important that we get the diagnosis and then the, the, the almost the, it's the medication is the medication for meditation. Here's God's word. Here's the word that God wants us to, to feast on for that, that certain thing. If it's grief, if it's anxiety, if it's busyness, if it's fear, if it's distraction. You know, there's so many things that he's got so many words to speak into them. So, Father, I just worship you, God, for this time. God, I thank you for your words that bring life to us, that we don't live by bread alone. We thank you that your words are life to those that find them and their health and their healing and their medicine to all of their flesh, spirit, soul and body. So I just pray for every heart today listening to these uh, words. We just thank you that your strength, that common, rooted and grounded strength, God, is in rest, is theirs as they get into 2024, as they are making corrections and updating themselves, God, in their spiritual lives for this new year. We just pray this will be, there will be a new depth, a new rest, a new stability a new sense of peace and undisturbedness in their hearts and their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This has been the Freedom Fighter Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to connect with our services or you want more info or details about upcoming events, connect with us online at www.freedomfighter.life or drop us an email at info at freedomfighter.life. Until next time, God bless you.